Well, a big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm, in addition to being one of our great supporters and sponsors. They're the presenting sponsor of our Kosher Halftime Show 2020. Many of you have enjoyed it, and many of you continue to enjoy it. A very, very uh, a fun and, um, and, and clean video. Yeah, we have to remember what the purpose of the Kosher Halftime Show is. So a big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm with that in mind. Scott Rothenberg is with us live via telephone every year. The Rothenbergs uh, give us an opportunity to discuss some of the legalities that people need to keep in mind as Purim approaches. You might be shocked to learn of some of the trouble, God forbid, that somebody can get into if they either overdo it or overstep their boundaries when it comes to the holiday of Purim. Scott Rothenberg uh, joined the Rothenberg Law Firm back in 2005. He is with us live via via telephone. Scott, uh, thanks for joining us. Welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Thank you very much, and thank you for everything that you do, Mayor, for the Jewish community. I appreciate and I that. You continue to do what you're doing <laughs> in your very eloquent and awesome manner that you do so. And uh, you make an, a great point coming up, Purim, time of a lot of fun. And you everyone know. hopefully is going to have an awesome, awesome Purim. But like you said, we've got to keep in mind um, the reality of the situation. Unfortunately, what I deal with and my firm deals with um, on a daily basis. Oh, no um, question about people, it. And, yeah. and I think people don't realize that that they are this close very often to really getting themselves into serious trouble. Scott, let's start with this, if you will. Um, anybody out there who thinks they can give a drink, and by the way, this applies to Kiddush and Shul also, but let's talk about Purim now, can give a drink to somebody who's underage um, they're mistaken, am I right? And if God forbid something happens, you know, down the road, the the source of that drink or the source where that uh, you know drinking started could certainly play a part in the entire investigation. Absolutely, I mean, there's two aspects. Obviously, there's a potential criminal aspect that people have to bear in mind, and then uh, what we come into play is the civil aspect, right. the uh, social host. Uh, a person could uh, potentially be paying uh, not only criminally speaking, but civilly as well. And people don't understand that, appreciate that. Um, when they have their kids, minors in their houses, right. or even not a minor, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to serve someone who's visibly intoxicated, especially if you're going to go ahead and let that person go out and drive. In today's day and age, it's just with the Ubers and Lyfts and so on and so forth. Please, I just uh, can't stress enough for people to never, ever let someone get into a car and let them go out of leave their house with a set of car keys, knowing that they are intoxicating about the drive. You know, I, it, I, I'm so glad you mentioned that second part, because I was concentrating on minors being in the house, being in the shul, being at the Purim Suda, and anyone who thinks they're a big shot by offering them a drink, you're, you're basically doing something against the law. But in addition to that, as you just said, if someone is of age and they're noticeably intoxicated, you as a host have a responsibility to make sure they don't get behind the wheel of a car. And I don't have to Absolutely. tell this. So I don't have to tell anybody what could God forbid. I mean, you know firsthand because you see it on a regular mm-hmm. basis. What could mm-hmm. happen if God forbid someone like that gets behind the wheel of a car? So I know that we do these precautions every year, and we've really been doing it for decades. But where you come in is to remind people: it's not just a friendly reminder to stay safe and not get sick and not drive drunk. It's also a reminder that you could be potentially held responsible for all this. Literally, you could be arrested for what goes on on Purim, and maybe that hopefully will deter people from getting involved in those types of activities. No doubt, no doubt. But nothing like I think it very simply, though, aside from the potential criminal civil aspect, just be a person, be a human right. being. 
Right. You got your community. You got your friends out there. You got kids. Your friends' kids. Think about that. And if a person were to go ahead and just stop and appreciate that, you would hope. You know, aside from all these reminders, the person would say, "You know what? I have a responsibility. Responsibility to my own family, my friends, like my entire community." How many, unfortunately, countless incidents are there where kids are out there, minors, and they're getting alcohol poisoning? Some of them are passing away. Right. And if people would have just gone ahead and acted somewhat prudently, somewhat, none of this would have happened. Yeah, if you don't think that the kid who's in your house who's getting sick because of all the drinking can potentially get into a hospital or, God forbid, die, I'm telling you, folks, uh, there have been some serious cases, and that's exactly what's happened we have to keep all this in mind as Purim approaches. Scott Rothenberg is with us. One other aspect, Scott, that I think is so important. Most people consider their right to drive to be a really big privilege. When when someone can't drive for whatever reason, uh, they have a medical problem or you know an eyesight problem or whatever, or, or they're inebriated, inebriated. Uh, whatever the case may be, uh, you know people feel handicapped when you can't drive. Uh, you can attest to the fact that I would believe in every state in this country, uh, if you are caught driving while under the influence, you are facing a long license, and, and, and hopefully, of course, you know, haven't caused any injury or death to anybody. Uh, you, know, you got lucky. You are, you are facing a long driver's license suspension. You are facing a long encounter with the law. And I think e- even without the injury aspect in a, in a case like that, I think we need to remind people that that you are you know th- there's not going to be anybody around to help you. You're you're not going to be able to get out of it. You are going to literally be on the shelf for whatever it is six months a year until that license is reinstated. Absolutely, not only a potential license suspension, there could be a revocation, permanent, person, uh, permanent, permanent vehicular vehicular manslaughter, and there's a possibility it could be a revocation of a license. And wow. certainly, if it's if it's multiple offenses. No doubt a person uh, potentially could have their license revoked. So hopefully... So serious stuff. <laughs> oh, to say the least, and that's what people don't realize. You know, we think it's friendly reminders because we don't got, want the kids to get sick. It's reminders that the law is after people like this. And there's a tremendous effort, thank God, in this country. And God bless the law enforcement officials. This is one of the things they take really seriously. They see somebody under the influence or a suspicion of under the influence. They're going to investigate. They're going to test them, check it out. If need be, they're going to lock them up. And, and God knows what the future brings for somebody like that. Absolutely, but again, as I mentioned before, though, there's Uber, there's Lyft. Right. Don't let someone drive. You know they're intoxicated. Get get in the car, drive them. And then uh, this is really, um, I think, uh, a request from mothers out there, because I understand that the fathers like to uh, enjoy Purim to the, <laughs> to the max. Right. Um, the mothers tend to not drink uh, as much as, as the fathers. The mothers, they've got to keep an eye out uh, on their husbands and their sons. Um, obviously, the fathers themselves, the fathers that can't go ahead and quit themselves and they pretend that they're not fathers um, on, on the day of Purim. But uh, the mothers have to help out here, and as they do. But it's, it's a concerted effort for, for everyone. Hopefully everyone, it's not just in terms of the civil criminal aspect, just, just be a person. Just be a person. Uh, think about your, your fellow friends. I, I would like to think, and I hope I'm not fooling myself, and obviously I don't think either of us are experts at this. We'd have to consult with our friends uh, on Hatzalah in large Jewish neighborhoods. But I think all these reminders and all these discussions have led to much safer Purims in recent years. I hope I'm right about that, and I hope that. Tra- uh, and I hope. I, that- I hope you. I hope you're right, but uh, <laughs> not so sure the numbers back that up. Wow. That's why. I, that's why I think it's so important, Malcolm. What you're doing, you will have these constant reminders before Purim. It's wow. so incredibly important, and you can't. You can't remind people enough about this. 
Wow, unbelievable. Potentially right. life and death. Yeah, to but, say the least, that's for sure. All right, Scott Rothenberg with a very important reminder, and he's telling me, don't fool yourself, Mr. Siegel. <laughs> and the numbers don't bear it out. Unfortunately, there's too much activity like this on uh, Purim Day uh, and both nights of Purim, actually, and everybody out there has to really be on the lookout and has to be really careful about uh, about the activities that our children of any age are undertaking and the adults are undertaking mm-hmm. during the Purim holiday. Scott, I thank yeah. you. Uh, to you and the entire family and, of course, the entire firm, a happy Purim to you. And uh, thanks for this reminder as we try to keep people safe during this upcoming holiday. Certainly. Thank you, Nathan. Appreciate it. And a big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm for bringing us Kosher Halftime Show 2020 and being one of our great supporters on a regular basis, and I would assume we'll have someone from the Rothenberg Law Firm on before uh, Pesach as well, as there has that holiday has its own set of reminders of uh, things we need to be careful about and things we need to keep in mind as we prepare for the big holiday. And a happy Purim to everybody at the Rothenberg Law Firm for any information about any of this, by the way. And there are people out there, by the way, in sensitive situations who are looking for a reliable firm to uh, consult with. You go to injurylawyer.com, injurylawyer.com. Scott is on there, and, of course, the rest of the firm and their great personnel are on there as well. Tuesday morning broadcast, more coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM as we continue on this Tuesday.